everyone, and welcome to the Edge Quarterly Podcast, your spot to know all that's hot in the world of AI and automation. I'm your host, Chris, and joining me today is Kamal Kumar Rathanashami, Principal Technology Architect from Infosys Central Automation Unit, Impact. Welcome, Kamal. Yeah, thanks for having me here, Chris. Well, Kamal, impact is an impactful word. So why don't we start with a little bit about you? What drives you? And tell us a little bit about your team, too. So, Chris, I focus on contextualizing research AI models to improve productivity for internal Infosys business functions and clients, right? And my recent accomplishments include building machine learning solutions, which utilize domain knowledge to create more sharper results. So I'm a part of Impact Team, the central automation unit of Infosys. Essentially, we help teams across Infosys in embracing a culture of automation and lead. So our team works closely on several projects to ensure automation and lean is implemented in all applicable projects. That's pretty awesome. Now, you said that you have been working on infusing domain knowledge in artificial intelligence for various business applications at Infosys. What is the need for domain knowledge in a machine learning model? And what are the limitations of traditional artificial intelligence systems? Yeah, absolutely. So you see... Traditional machine learning systems are heavily dependent on quality and quantity of training data, complex neural network structures, and extensive computational effort. But uh, they often fail to converge in data-limited domains. I mean, hence, it is necessary for machine learning systems to learn in a sample-efficient manner. Let's consider a famous example of Newton's apple. Even a child knows that an apple or any object if falls, it falls on the ground and not goes up, right? That's because of gravity. Now, if we want to build a machine learning system to predict the target location of the falling object, the system will have to process a lot of data, learn that the object will not hit the ceiling, but the ground. In this case, gravity is the domain knowledge. If the machine learning systems can incorporate this domain knowledge, then we might need lesser data and so lesser compute and time to model the solution. Interesting. I understand from the earlier podcasts that one can input a lot of data which machines analyze to come up to an inference. But what you described just now seems very complex. How do you pass over years of learning or domain knowledge, as you call it, to a machine? And in what form? Yeah, it's quite interesting. See, there are use cases where we model naturally occurring events, like an apple falling or a plane flying or whatever the use case may be, right? Those events are bound by physics laws. These physics laws are our priors, our uh, domain information. These physics laws are represented as partial differential equations. These partial differential equations are passed along with data to build the machine learning model. Uh, physics laws have been around for quite some time, uh, but leveraging domain-specific information in machine learning has been gaining traction only recently. This is because the breakthrough happened somewhere around 2017 when researchers from Brown University and University of Pennsylvania came up with this special type of deep learning called physics-informed deep learning, which allowed deep learning systems to honor these physics laws described by partial differential equations. 
I mean, this approach is made possible uh, by support from machine learning languages and packages like Julia and TensorFlow on this special feature called automatic differentiation. Partial differential equations contains terms representing rate of change of output with respect to inputs. Automatic differentiation enables deep learning systems to calculate values for these rate of change terms. I see. I think our listeners will benefit a lot from a few real life use cases of this technique. Oh yeah. Uh, this approach has been applied, uh, I mean, many use cases, but uh, I'll specifically talk about this use case called cardiac activation mapping, which is a clinical procedure in diagnosing irregular heartbeats, measuring its underlying physics. In this case, it is wave propagation dynamics. This solution reduces procedural time and improves diagnostic predictability for patients actively researched for further improvements and has been discussed in various workshops on machine learning and physics science, physical sciences. This is amazing, Kamal. Are there other alternate means of incorporating domain knowledge into the machine learning systems? Subtle way to inject domain knowledge is through labeling of data. The data labeling might be trivial for some use cases, right? But will require adequate domain expertise in others. Labeling CAT and not CAT might be very simple, but labeling medical images as cancer or not cancer demands deep medical expertise. Hence, by labeling training samples for any uh, supervised machine learning model, we can encode knowledge and beliefs into them. The negative impact of injecting prior belief during uh, data selection and labeling leads to algorithmic bias. If the belief of whoever is creating the predictive model for recruitment is that people of a certain background are more likely to be fit for a job, this belief is likely to be fed into the training and testing by selecting and labeling a data set that confirms that prior belief. Another approach of Incorporating domain knowledge machine learning systems is generating synthetic data. The existing solution for the use case under consideration might have been built using rules. This existing rule-based expert system can be used. This synthetic data can be combined with real-world data and can be fit to machine learning systems for training. Uh, in fact, self-driving researchers have used synthetic data from the Grand Theft Auto video game to train their machine learning systems. And well, uh, this is an emerging field with infinite possibilities. And I'm sure that with the right kind of training, any tedious task can be done by AI. In the future, humans will spend more time on the creative tasks. Well, thanks, Kamal, for sharing these insights with us. I'm sure our listeners have learned something new today. As for now, this is all the time we have. Thank you once again, Kamal. For all of you listening, this is Chris signing off. Don't forget to tune in for more from the Edge Quarterly Podcast. Stay safe.